Good morning. This is John Richardson speaking with you from Toronto, Canada. Today is Friday, April the 7th, 2023. It is Good Friday, a holiday in Canada. But what better way to spend a holiday than a session with personal trainer extraordinaire David Coots? Back again to give a sort of a, the check in, okay, the sort of biannual check in with David. So, David, what's happening? How are you? John, good to see you there, my friend. We literally talked about this eight seconds ago, finishing up a session with this guy, half ready for work and half dressed to fitness, always ready to do something. But I'm doing well, my friend. Uh, it is Good Friday, and that's why I kind of suggested this. It's like, hey, man, let's talk about some good things on Good Friday. All right, excellent. Well, so your enthusiasm for personal training continues, and, uh, you know, we're having this fascinating conversation about uh, – you know, I think that, you know, every time somebody is doing a training session with you, you know, they think about their own aches and pains and stuff like that. But what does all this look like from your perspective? Uh, it's It depends, right? And this is where we got into the conversation where there's just no two clients that are the same. Um, and a lot of the times I'll have people come to me and say, oh, how do you, how do you deal with those clients that don't necessarily like want to do or do their homework or, uh, you know, are frustrated when they're training and I always remind myself, like, that's that's why I provide the service. I'm and there to help. Them. Man, that description, does that, that reminds me of me. That, yeah. that description, actually. <laughs> Were you thinking of me specifically or just? Isn't that funny, right? You'd think so, right? But no, I've been doing this for so long. It's a lot of clients. Once in a while, I get those go-getters who are like, I'll run into a wall if you ask me to. And then the other ones are sort of like, I just want to feel better, do better. I, I don't normally do this on my own. I need, I need help. So the last thing I would do is shame my clients for coming to me for help. That's what I mean. That's what they're there for. And I'm trying to help them through the process. Someone like yourself who's super busy with work and life and doing things. I have no problem with you fitting in uh, a few times a week to get in fitness to make sure that you're healthier and uh, understanding that's easy. And then that makes us be friends instead of being like, ah, John, just do what I ask him. And I just don't <laughs> like him. Right. Well, so. You know, it sort of reminds you, I mean, I think you're right. Like, uh, you know, as I've told you for years, I, I mean, I've always loved playing sports, but I yeah. hate dedicated exercise. Like I just yeah. cannot stand it. So, you know, this is my way of, you know, forcing myself, I suppose, to do, you know, get dedicated exercise. It reminds me a little bit of, uh, I was thinking about it in our discussion. You know, one of the worst things that I think has happened in Canada, maybe the United States too, over the last few years was, um, you know, Greyhound bus going bankrupt, right? Right. Yes, you had well, mentioned. They had this great. They had this great slogan. You know, Greyhound, leave the driving to us. So, I mean, that's sort of how, at least, I see a lot of these sessions. Coots, leave the training to him. You know, this, yeah. <laughs> this sort of a, a yeah, leave. Is that? Yeah, you know, leave the fitness to me. Sure, I think that'd be a great way to take some pressure off clients. You know, sometimes you, you see them and they assume, oh, I've got to learn how to eat better and I've got to learn how to perfect this exercise and I've got to learn how to make coots happy. And that's not why I'm there, right? I'm there to help them with progress regardless. And maybe they're not hungry to learn, you know, um, endocrinology and, you know, dietary analysis and stuff that I've spent time on, right? Um, instead, leave the fitness to me and I'm there for you when you're there. And if you want to learn more, I will send you stuff, teach you things. Uh, but it really depends on the client, how far they want to go down the rabbit hole or if they just want to do a session, see me and work out. 
so, so this is amazing stuff. Like all these years and, you know, your enthusiasm for all of this, I mean, it just seems to continue. I, I mean, you know, I, I I can't imagine the thought of, you know, having me for a client for all these years. I mean, you, know, <laughs> I, you know, I can't think of anything, you know, sort of, um, you know, less motivating, or, you know. Or something oh, man. Like I'm not, you know what, it was a long time ago that I decided uh, I'm not going to necessarily be aiming for Olympians and Olympic athletes and the best of the best of the best. I'm helping all kinds of people, everyday people from athletes to really mostly everyday people. Are you saying uh, that I'm not of Olympic athlete quality? Are you suggesting? No, you're more of a retired Olympic athlete, right? You obviously are. Exactly. Um, But it's actually funny that you mentioned that like you were interested more in sports for exercise. Um, and the one thing that that's in common with you and I is it's a group event, right? So a lot of people have easier time be like, yeah, pick up a basketball. Yeah, no, let's kick the soccer ball around. And they have no problem exercising with people around and you're doing it as a group. And that's what you and I do. We're a small group, but you show up and we do some group fitness, right? And so that's, it's a- probably, that's probably a good way to look at it because I, yeah. I do admit that I find it almost, I mean, you know, I'll find it almost impossible to replicate this stuff on my own. Like I just never seem to get around, you know, so. Right. And that can be like, if you came to me like, Dave, I have to get this stuff done more often, then we could work on like, how do we fit it in, put it in, you know, first thing in the morning, finding time in between clients, whatever it might be. Um, but if it's when you see me, we'll make sure you're doing it. That's for sure. All right. So basically, so you would come off the pandemic and before the pandemic, you were you know, doing live sessions. So you started, so you're, you seem to be mostly almost overwhelmingly still doing the, uh, the video stuff. Is that right? Yeah, I would say it's probably like 70, 30, 60, 40, something like that. I still see some people, um, probably 7, 30. Uh, but uh, yeah, I definitely, I have to see people in person. I find that it's a skill you could easily lose. Uh, I still try to stand up and demonstrate and stuff as much as I can virtually, but seeing people, I can assess them better. So if they're in injury, especially if they're injured I'll, and I can't quite figure it out virtually, I'll get them to come in person. Um, but uh, yeah, it's good to have a big mix of both, but it's also nice that I can fill up more see more people as well as people like yourself are so busy and can be like, Hey, this is easier for me. I don't have to drive the gym. I don't have to get changed. I don't have to drive back from the gym. I just turn on my camera. We do fitness and I get like, sometimes you're like, Dave, I got to go two minutes. I got a zoom call for work. You got to go to work in two minutes. You just finished lunging. Right. Whereas like that would have never been the case for you before. So I understand the time crunch for people. Um, that's, that is just, you know, everybody's always paying money to save time. That is such a basic. I just never liked going to the gym, mainly because of the traffic. You know, it's such a pain. Yeah. So. Busy place. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So that definitely. So now you can have a worldwide clientele. And, you know, I would think you ought to be, mar- with your name, I would think you ought to be marketing yourself in the UK or somewhere, you know. Because I mean, right. Yeah. I'm still waiting for those checks from the Coots Bank over there. It was uh, named after you, wasn't it? That's it. Like I've sent emails and everything. They don't seem to believe me. Right. Um, I told them I was Daniel Craig. They still don't believe me. Um, so I don't know. Absolutely, anyway, outrageous. Yeah. Absolutely outrageous. Maybe you need to pay the head office a visit or something and say. They'll make my parents happy. Like what? We were connected. It's like, yeah, we're billionaires. It's like, oh, yeah. good to know. Right. One last thing. Well, you know, you, you ought to get something off that name. That's for sure. Too funny. Well, I do. And it's the uh, real coach coots on Twitter. Real coach coots. <laughs> there is no substitute. All right, really interesting. So, I mean, have you ever considered? Have you ever thought of what you would do if you were not a personal trainer? Absolutely, absolutely, for sure. 
I'm curious to what it is there. Sure, if you want to tell me, yeah. Probably since I was, God, five, six, seven, I, I would have been an actor, believe it or not. I love, like, I can impersonate people like crazy. I love doing voices. I'm very energetic. I've had people tell me all the time, man, are you an actor? Do comedy or something along those lines? And I think that personality gets pushed into my training. That's why I bring a different approach for sure. But I think some kind of acting or getting my face out there uh, in some way would have probably been it for sure. Well, you ought, you ought to gradually ease into it, you know, just do a little, you know, less training or a bit more acting. Sure. You know, yeah, I wouldn't even know where to start. Wouldn't even know start. I have a friend. She's been an actress for years and, you know, has the agent thing going and puts up this this movie and that movie to try and, like, get more attention. It's a really demanding space um, with acting. You, kind of the goal there would be to have some kind of – you did something, some kind of acting, and it went viral. And that's your best bet to be like, okay, everyone knows this face. They like this guy. And then they put you in, like, a show or a movie or, or something like that. That seems to be the best way to do it these days. The old school method of, like, you see your agent, and your agent gets you an interview. And, well, that's just, like, an endless cycle. Uh, from what I've seen, I don't know for sure, but from what I've seen. Well, that's interesting. Okay, so you consider acting and anything else? Uh, yes, something to do with making music. Um, I am also extremely good at that. I, you notice it's funny, the three things I go after are all things, three things I enjoy and come naturally to me, right? So I always find that funny when people have jobs they hate. They're doing stuff that they weren't good at in the first place, and they're forcing themselves to do it every day. And so for me, the other one would be making music. I love making music. I have a steel drum. I have a piano. I can hear beats. I can hear songs instantly and background noise. I have a really good ear for I, I don't know how to read music, but I play by ear. So I'm pretty sure I could listen and make good good music that'd be another one maybe you combine all those things oh i've thought about that right where i already kind of have there john i'm like two-thirds of the way there right because i've made videos that i'm in for fitness right so there i am doing fitness plus doing some acting now all i have to do is make the background music and there you go i'm, I'm doing all three right? oh i think that i think that's great i think that's great so so what else what else you been up to lately how's your how's your how are your plans coming for august August, I know for the wedding there going well, actually, you know, uh, it couldn't ask for a cooler wedding. Uh, it's going to be at uh, my soon to be wife's uh, parents place or like stepdad at least and they've got uh, two horses there that she goes and takes care of for years. It's a nice open farmland. We're going to have the tent just in case. There's going to be farm games like ring toss and bag tosses and stuff like that. So people can go around with their drinks and play farm games, go see the horses, hang out, eat food under the tent, um, you know, play some music. Uh, and the ceremony will be, you know, maybe 30 minutes, 40 minutes or something like that. We'll just stop people, get people to sit. Di and I will get married. And then the whole time, I'm pretty sure I'm like this. I'm not going to stop talking. Everyone, I know you and I know you. I'm going to want to introduce you there, John, to like my parents and all kinds of people. Uh -huh. uh, so, yeah, it's going to be an interesting, interesting Yeah, no, it'll be a lot, a lot of fun to meet your parents for sure. No question. I, I want people to, because especially if they've known me for so long and they've never met my parents, they'll just be like, ah, hey, he looks like your dad. He's goofy like your dad. Ah, your mom, I see it. Like everyone sees the, the combination of the two. So I love when they meet them. Oh, that's interesting. So, and... Uh... So your sister's making the trek here. Yes, sister yeah. and the new baby, Alora. there. Well, not new anymore, a year and a bit, but uh, still a growing baby. Uh, sister, my brother-in-law, Paul, they'll come up from California. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's going to be amazing. One of my uh, oldest friends um, from way back when, uh, he moved back to Somalia uh, several years ago. I haven't seen him forever. And he's coming back to Toronto just, uh, just because. And then on top of that, he'll be at the wedding. So it'll be amazing to see him. Oh, that's fantastic. So you yeah. have a, a reunion of sorts with a bunch it's, of people. It's going to be the coolest party I think I've ever had. 
for sure. Well, and we're getting married. That's that's what it was really about me and Diana. Well, that too. That too. That <laughs> exactly. too. Yeah. Exactly. That's important, right? So, so is it a party that happens to include a wedding or is it a wedding that includes a party? I think it's a party that there's a wedding break, right? That's what I'm looking at it like for sure. Everyone come enjoy yourself and then take 20, 30 minutes and watch a ceremony and then get right back to it. So. Wow. That is amazing. That's amazing. Should All be right. fun, buddy. Should be fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So what, yeah. what are you going to do on the, uh, going back to the fitness thing? Um, yeah, that stuff I do. Yeah, absolutely. What are you, you going to do? Are you, are you looking to expand your business worldwide? Worldwide would be Who's kind of interesting, right? Who's global? Who's global. Well, worldwide would be interesting. And, you know, the more I, I do upload things onto YouTube or uh, other of those social networks, those are global networks, right? So, yeah, very much can be. You know, I train people out of the country, uh, mostly in the States, but I've had people, you know, it's six-hour gaps in Europe once in a while as well. So I can now expand out to those, and I would definitely like to do more of that. I've always kind of said I want to get in front of more people. I find that uh, if I could get a group of 20, 30, 40 people, they can all ask questions, and I go over topics that are very popular, whether it be stress or fat loss or getting better sleep. I can really help people at a larger scale. Um, I've done it in Zoom calls and stuff like that, so I wouldn't well, mind doing that. What you could do maybe is uh, stream yourself live on YouTube, mm-hmm. right? I think that's how it would work. And, you know, I mean, you could have like just, you know, people all over the world. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's one like, of those things uh, I want to do, like a Q&A session, but, you know, have a topic to go on because, you know, the problem with those kind of sessions is if you don't have a plan, you could just be standing there waiting for people to show up for your live event. So no, instead no, you just I, do I, a presentation. You, and, do, you know what you got to do for all of your clients? You should have a once a week, just a, a group session, you know, to just sort of increase the general energy level. You know, I think, yep. I, mean, I, think, I, think I think it's a great idea too. Fun. So, you know, and, the, uh, you can let them invite a friend, you know, so you can get some yeah. marketing out of the thing. And yeah. Yeah. And maybe we can score like this, but it will be dupe group discussions, right? We've got to pick a topic. Um, I have been uh, doing most of the ones I do like this. have been a lot of mental toughness stuff that I've learned over the years. And so we'll go over how to deal with stress um, or how to look at situations differently. Uh, or the most recent one I was just a part of, I didn't teach with, was the drama triangle and learning if you're a part of it, you know, and how to get out of the drama. Um, that kind of stuff seems to really hit home for everybody. You don't need fitness, um, but it's very prevalent to fitness just because you need that good attitude to get things done. You need that. I'm going to come back and work out harder. Oh, definitely. definitely. I mean, so. The state of mind is, is probably the most important thing for the overall level of fitness. That's for sure. It's, it's tough to like step away from, you know, working out and sweating, but if you can mix it in, you know, we're going over your gratitude while we're working on your bowing to Buddhas, then you can kind of get a double shift there where people are thinking better and moving better. Well, I think gratitude certainly is important. I mean, you know, for all the odds and ends of, you know, unpleasant things that come and go in my life i think it's it's always helpful to you know say boy you know just sure. imagine absolutely and you know one of the big things bad um, some things could be everyone uh, seems to mention the word anxiety um god i hear it every day whether it's on some kind of media or just people in general and one thing i like about gratitude or being gracious is you can't be anxious and gracious at the same time. So if you work on your gratitude, it will work on your attitude. I know these are all puns here, but it will help you keep from being anxious because you're more gracious. If you're thinking about how much you love your mother and that you're happier here, you think about how much you're so happy to be in this country because you're you're not getting exploded by Russians or whatever it is, and you keep on going over how good things actually are, why would you be anxious? 
right? Because that's sort of seeing things ahead and not sure what's coming and being upset about stuff. Instead, you're grounding yourself in things are good. I have it good. I'm doing well. I'm so happy to be alive. Um, so I find like it's, you know, it, it seems a lot easier to me than going to a doctor and getting prescription medications. And obviously oh, some people sure. need that stuff, right? And the, the only reason I say that is because it's a multi, multi-billion dollar industry. There can't be that many people that actually need medication for anxiety, <laughs> right? So, yeah. Well, that's an interesting point that you think, so you think that basically gratitude pushes anxiety out. Oh, it will definitely help. Absolutely, for sure. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's also hard to be angry. It's also pretty hard to be angry and gracious at the same time, right? Uh, you can't be like having a se sense of wrath while you're thinking about how much you love your parents, right? Most of the time, it's it, just one or the other. We're such emotional creatures, right? Turn one on, turn the other off. And it's all about sort of biasing the right thinking and the right emotions. Well, you know, actually thinking about that. So you so say you can't have anger and gratitude. Okay. So would you do you agree with this that anger is an internalization and gratitude is an external manifestation would that seem right to you so i, I mean, think they, yeah. i would say they both come from inside to be honest they both come from inside okay. for sure for sure but, but gratitude is sort of pushing out isn't it you know it's more of a, an appreciation of the external yes but you're also pulling that in right you're pulling in that feeling of feeling gracious you're pulling in that uh that less stressed environment that it brings with that kind of thinking right so and they all come from within like i don't have like i don't have to remind you why you should love your mother if i just say it there should be all kinds of reasons that pop up into your head to how you feel and why you love your mother right mm -hmm. that those were in you already right we just had to remind you about it right because you were you were getting anxious you were getting off track you were thinking erratically and you didn't stop to think like wow I'm 37 years old. Things are great. I'm not in pain. I've got a nice place. I've got a wicked cat. I've got a nice car. I've got, you know, I'm alive, breathing. I'm well, right? I got clients. Things are great, right? And it's a little relative, isn't it? I mean, there's a lot of people, even if they're alive, aren't so well, right? And those people can be happy as well. I mean, think about, you know, people in, in mines or ridiculous things who have these happy lives living on next to nothing. And uh, it, is, it is perspective. It is, you know, mentality. Right. We, you know, some people here will have tons of money and, you know, their phone and all kinds of stuff. They're absolutely miserable. Um, so know, it is, it's a perspective it's a, change. It's a big problem in the 20th century to have money. Yeah. That's for sure. It's funny how it's we went on this track. But yeah. be happy. I know. And it, it's funny. We went on this track because you asked me, like, well, what am I doing? Like, well, when I do these kind of calls, sometimes it's, it's very much about state of mind. Right. Which I work on for myself. I have no perfect guru state of mind. I have all types of things to work on. I still work on um, more. Like if you look at seven deadly sins, uh, we did a, an overhaul of all the seven deadly sins, and I was pretty good on a lot of them. But I'll still have like the odd sloth where I'll find a reason to not do something or relax in the evening and not get at at my taxes right away uh, or stuff like that. So for me, I look at those as like areas to work on. Luckily, I don't have a lot of wrath. I'm not a very greedy person, lustful person, all these kinds of things. Um, but yeah, for some reason, sloth and and a bit of pride in there still too, right? Pride is the the worst, apparently. Pride sort of can come from all of the other seven deadly sins. It can create greed. It can create um, uh, gluttony, right? Because that inflated sense of self. So those are things that I, I try to be more and more aware of, spend time on, do in group sessions, uh, catch myself in. That's the cool part. When you say something that's kind of, you know, maybe... Uh, selfish, and all of a sudden you're like, ah, oh, well, no, nah. that was a selfish comment. I didn't mean to say that. I kind of, you know, I don't know where that came from. 
And that's just your ego getting the best of you, right? I think that H&R Block marketing, you know, the tax preparation people should, you know, take take a little bit out of that. What I just heard, did I did I hear you right that you said sloth means uh, a reluctance to do your tax return? It could very well, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's say you don't like to do things or you're, you have a hard time getting stuff done anyways. And then you've got this anxious, stressful scenario of doing taxes, right? Um, and it's not even that bad for me. I just, I don't want to sit for hours with numbers and then maybe do it wrong and have to do it again. And like, because it's, you know, taxes always have something that happens. And so that feeling just keeps me from like, I'm going to get it done. I guess, you know, it always happens. Taxes really are the cancer of life, aren't they? Well, isn't it kind of funny you say that when there's that saying already, there are two things in life that are guaranteed, death and taxes, right? So right, that's been a saying for forever, right? Death and taxes. Kind of funny, right? That doesn't, that doesn't sound very positive at all. No, but it's been a saying. You since think I that focusing on gratitude would, would sort of mitigate the anxiety of taxation? Yeah, yeah. For sure. It works for me too there, but like if I were to sit there and be like, oh, I should be grateful to do my taxes. Why? Because now I run my own business. I've been wanting to do this for years. So I'm grateful to be doing my taxes for my own business. Why else? Well, because I actually, maybe I did a little better this year, which tends to happen, right? Especially over pandemic and stuff like that. So seeing better numbers uh, or getting better at it. Like I actually paid ahead this year for some of my taxes and stuff that was new, right? So I see the good in bad and that allows me to you know, not completely ignore it. I do eventually get to it. It's much better over the years. That's another thing too. Is it better this year than next year or last year? Yes, you know, that's a good thing. I'm grateful to have that happen. So yeah, it's in there. And that's the funny thing. You don't always have to stop and think, am I doing practicing gratitude? And when you start to do it more purposefully, uh, eventually it just starts to come out. And that's kind of the goal. God, you make you make doing taxes sound like a positive aspect of life. Well, how how can it be good is a good question, right? And that's what you should focus on, right? For sure. It's sort of like with yourself. It's like, what good can come from the Democratic Party? Oh, right. <laughs> we won't go off that. I know they're your favorite people, but uh, you know, as as much as it is, I think uh, that'd be a decent question to to ponder. So then you have something good to think about instead of feeling upset about something, right? Well, I, I upset a little bit strong, but David, I think that you know, raise a very interesting question. Maybe we should end today and pick up our next podcast with the question, the great question of our age, what good is the Democratic Party? Now, well, I noticed you're wearing the blue shirt there. You're supporting mm -hmm. and, uh, as a... <laughs> it's, it's the only shirt I have, David. I'm wearing it just happens to be blue. I don't know. You're wearing a blue shirt. Black, super black. Oh, is that black? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is actually from uh, Fitness and Lifestyle Management College. I got this when I graduated fitness and I was 20, 19, 20 years old. And it's still no holes in it and stuff still holds up. Crazy. Crazy, right? It is. Well, all right. All right. Well, let's sort of come to an end for today. And, you know, we're certain to pick this stuff up. So, um, you know, so we know what the great question of our age is. It has to do with the Democratic Party, but why don't you end with uh, a message or, you know, people remember one key point about this. Advice. Well, advice. advice for sure. Extraordinary. Let's say you're getting some help. Let's say you're seeing a personal trainer. Um, you should not feel that you need to impress that trainer. You should not feel that, that you need to be at that trainer's level. 
you have to remember, especially if they're a good trainer, they're there to help you, right? So go in with the aspect that you can ask questions and you can get help and that you can progress um, instead of going in there, assuming that you should be at a certain level because you've hired a trainer. That's just not the case. You've come to a trainer for help. They're there to help you. Always remember that um, instead of going in with expectations and maybe anxieties that I'm not good enough to, to do what they want me to do, right? So really, we don't have the Greyhound bus line anymore, leave the driving to us, but we do have David Coots, the trainer, leave the leave, fitness to us, right? Leave the fitness to us, leave the fitness to me. That's not a problem. And then, you know, if clients find that they're very interested and they're very curious, then sure, teach you all kinds of things, upgrade you, give you programs. I love distance clients who go on their own. They see me once a month for programming. That's great, right? Now they're on their own doing things. They just want more upgrades. But for the people who need the regular workouts, nothing wrong with that, right? Something you have trouble with is something you're hired help for. I have an accountant because I can, I can do it. Do I want to? No. So I get some help. Sure. Right? Absolutely. All right. Well, so people wanted to find you. Do you have a website coordinate and Twitter? Yeah. People check yeah. out online. Website is uh, coachcoots.com. Uh, Twitter handle is now, thanks to you, Real Coach Coots. Uh, at real we don't coach want any substitutes there. We don't want any substitutes. There's only it, just the real one, but the rest of them are all coach coots on Instagram and you know, LinkedIn. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Well, this is great, David. Uh, all right, buddy. Yeah. Podcast today. And, and thanks for all the years of keeping me, uh, you know, hey, buddy, good workout this morning, my friend. You were moving. Okay. We were talking, but you were moving. So good job, buddy. Okay. That's the key. It's a group. It's a group session. I like that. That's yes. Right. About it. It's like playing sports. Yeah. Okay. I like that. hundred percent, buddy. Right. As soon as you Heck. said it, I'm like, well, yeah, you like the social. We're social creatures, John. We can't ignore that. So we always enjoy that socialization. Right. Just I like this. So. This is fun. This is fun. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, well, buddy. Pick it up later. Thanks. You got it. Time. See you. Cheers, buddy.